0: Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXB, you're listening to Crypto & Coffee at eight. Now, how Crypto & Coffee at eight works is Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we cover top news and information related to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. We also follow two news and information related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now this is followed by an Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, and Cryptocurrencies. So, let's kick this thing off. Ten, nine, eight, seven. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP, and today's the 4th of October. The market looks great. The global crypto market has passed the $2 trillion mark. Bitcoin and Ethereum looks absolutely fantastic. Binance coin now is number 3rd in cryptocurrency market as per the coin market cap. Hoping the last quarter of 2021 is great for cryptocurrency market. We have a lot to talk today. Some information about Lightning Network and Liquid Network. Looks like the new narrative for 2021, looks like the new narrative in the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency world is Lightning Network, not blockchain. We also have some not so good news about Coinbase. And this is with reference to a hack which happened earlier this year where over 6,000 users were affected. Some news about NFTs and social media legend Gary Wu who has sold his hand-drawn doodle as NFT for over $1 million. Regarding UAE, I have two news as well. The first one is Dubai Police Headquarters, and Oasis are working closely together to build awareness around the risk prevalent in the cryptocurrency space. They had an event called as Keeping Crypto Safe for the People that took place on the 29th of September. This particular event was sponsored by Future Blockchain Summit, Telegraph and quite a lot of other companies as well. The second event is an event about AI called as AI Everything, which takes place from the 17th to the 21st of October at Dubai World Trade Center. Definitely a must event to attend to. Later on, we also have the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. So welcome everyone, it's ATM, you're in Dubai. And you're listening to Crypto and Coffee at Eight, where we cover five news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. How the series of episodes under Crypto and Coffee at Eight works is: we usually cover three news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies and some major or mega news, sometimes even short news. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies. This will be followed by Ask Me Anything series where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies from 8.30am to 9am Gulf Standard Time. So let's kick this thing off. Welcome everyone. Today is the 4th of October 2021, and the global crypto market is well over the $2 trillion mark. As of now, it is $2.12 trillion. The king of all kings cryptocurrencies, that is Bitcoin, is currently at $48,063. Now, since the last 24 hours, it is up by 1.52%. And if you look at Ethereum, that is up as well. Ethereum is up. By 0.29% since the last 24 hours. Ethereum's price right now is $3,384.97. Now looks like October seems to be giving a real boost to the global crypto market. If you look at the price of Bitcoin since the last 7 days, and more precisely, since the last 4 days, it is up by 9.19%. Ethereum is up by 7.71%. Binance Coin is now currently number third in the cryptocurrency market. Price of Binance Coin is $424.57. Since the last seven days, Binance has gone up by 20.55%, and Cardano is no longer the number third cryptocurrency market. I'm really not sure what is going on with Cardano ever since they had two upgrades. That is the Alonzo upgrade. I believe that is on the uh, 12th of September. It seems to be going on a complete downhill. And uh, they're definitely going to have another event called as the Hydra upgrade. Hopefully during that time, the price of Cardano tends to pick up once again. The global crypto market has passed the $2.12 trillion mark since the last 24 hours. It is up by 0.98%. Again, the month of September definitely looks much much better for cryptocurrency market. The total crypto market volume since the last twenty four hours is eighty six point six two billion dollars, which makes a decrease of ten point two six percent. Because I'm looking at data only for the last twenty four hours. That is why a coin market cap. The total volume of DeFi is currently at fourteen point one six billion dollars. DeFi accounts for sixteen point three five percent of the total crypto market. 24 hour volume what is really really surprising is the volume of stable coins the volume of stable coins has gone down to 67.61 billion dollars now stable coin accounts for 78.05 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume so the price of bitcoin definitely seems to be increasing there are rumors that the price could go up to a hundred thousand dollars 67 thousand dollars The rumors are absolutely notorious. The rumors are completely vague. So I'm really not sure what the price of Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency markets will be. The reason being, there is a massive news that has just broken out. And that is about Pandora Papers. Pandora Papers is the biggest news probably this quarter. And I'm just hoping that it does not affect the cryptocurrency market. What happened was that Pandora Papers were leaked. And this information shows... How ultra-rich move their funds. Will that affect Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? I'm really not sure. But what the Pandora papers state that over 32 trillion dollars are stashed away in offshore havens. So there are a lot of celebrities, a lot of ultra-net individuals, a lot of politicians, a lot of sports people, especially even from India. One of my role models and idols, Sachin Tendulkar, His name is in Pandora Papers as well. Not him, but his wife and his uh, father-in-law. And Imran Khan, the politicians from Pakistan. His opposing party members and members from his party are also in this list. So it is a massive list. So Google Pandora Papers. What's really sad and interesting about the $32 trillion is that a lot of funds have been stashed away. Most of them are not legally because it changes from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. Certain things could be legal in one jurisdiction, it may not necessarily be legal in other jurisdictions. So there are a couple of videos explaining how the ultra-rich and elite create fake accounts. And using these fake accounts, they end up buying luxury cars, luxury yacht, and quite a lot of other things. I'm not sure if this would impact Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies be really interesting to see how this plays out all the cryptocurrency influencers on youtube are going to spin this in both the ways if the price of bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency goes down they would say look this kind of thing would never happen in cryptocurrencies as cryptocurrency is completely open source and anyone can check how much funds are available if the price of cryptocurrencies would go up they would say look it is a positive thing which means A lot of these funds have used cryptocurrency and it might turn out to be a safe haven. So I'm really not sure what the cryptocurrency influencers are going to make out of this. I'm pretty much sure they're going to spin it in both ways. So I would recommend you to do is avoid listening to price-related information regarding Pandora Papers from cryptocurrency influencers. Personally, I'm hoping it does not have much impact on cryptocurrencies, but... What if they find out that Tether USDT has a lot of funds stashed and loads of information is found about cryptocurrencies regarding Tether USDT and Pandora Papers? I'm not sure how the cryptocurrency market is going to react to that. As per coin market cap, the global crypto market is over $2 trillion once again, while Bitcoin's long-term holders' supply reaches all-time high. The 24 volume of stablecoin has gone down to $67 billion. I am not at all surprised, yet I'm surprised. The reason I'm surprised is that the volume is so low. At the same time, I'm not surprised. Out of the $67 billion, Tether USDT still accounts for almost $61 billion. That is almost double of Bitcoin's trading volume. Now, speaking of stablecoins, Joe Biden's administration is considering regulating stablecoin issuers as bank this would mean that they would have to register as banks personally i think this is a fantastic idea Stablecoins such as tether usdt or usdt they do need some kind of regulations and they need to be held accountable for what they are doing they also need to show a higher level of transparency tether according to me just might be the lehman brothers event for cryptocurrency again, I'm hoping that thing does not happen. In case you want to find out more information, you can find out more information on what the Biden administration is doing by the paid version at the Wall Street Journal. You can also look at some information by routers. Now the links are mentioned on my LinkedIn article, so definitely go to my LinkedIn profile. You would get the proper link. Personally, I do think that this is a right move. The issuers of the stable coin are in control of creation managing and supply of its coin so it does probably make sense to regulate them and make sure that they register as banks in case of bitcoin no one is in charge of creation managing and supply of its issuance and this is what Satoshi Nakamoto did bitcoin works on cryptography hashing algorithm and mathematics there is no individual or central entity which is involved Will Clement from Block Resolution has had a podcast with stephen Lavara via YouTube where they discuss some technical analysis of what is going on in the Bitcoin space. Now they focus only on Bitcoin, so go to YouTube, loads of technical information. But in Twitter goes by the username is Will Clement Third. Now Will Clement does post a lot of information on Twitter, always technical analysis. I'm not sure if I agree with him all the time, because sometimes he does speak utter nonsense, which does not make any sense at all. A few weeks ago, he tweeted that Bitcoin is in strong hands, and he was referring to whales and large institutions. Why was Bitcoin created so that the rich get richer, or was it done for economic freedom? So what he's tweeting is that Bitcoin is safe because billionaires and high-net individuals are owning it, and they will not let it fall down that was not the reason why Bitcoin was created. Bitcoin was created as a movement towards separation of money and the state. Now the state role is replaced by ultra high net individuals and even social media. So some of his tweets I definitely do not like. And looks like economic freedom is available only for the rich and elite. And if you look at Pandora Papers, you'd be surprised at the amount of Wealth, the ultra-rich individual have stashed away a lot, a lot of funds. The next news that i like to discuss and something which I touched base upon and last week as well, the new narrative going on in Bitcoin world is Lightning Network, not Blockchain. Lightning Network is the buzzword that is kicking off in the Bitcoin space. And what happens is, one people in the Bitcoin world start talking about it. Gradually, other people such as Ethereum tend to also talk about it. Bitcoin magazine has published a very informative article. Now, they focus on two different areas of lightning network or two different ideas of lightning network. The first one being the conventional thinking of profit incentives. And the second one is non-profit oriented thinking. So it's a very short article. I would definitely recommend you guys to go and read through it. The new narrative which is slightly picking up is people are focusing on lightning network along with Lightning Network, we also have Liquid Network. And if, and if everything works well, do we actually need blockchain platforms such as Ethereum, EOS, or Cardano? In case you want to find out more information about Liquid Network, Blockstream has also published an informative blog on Liquid Network called as Pre- Preparing for Fed. That is an upgrade which is taking place on Liquid Network. If Lightning Network liquid network and sphinx chat works perfectly fine there is no need to be honest to use ethereum eos or cardano bitcoin should be the only thing and there are things like you know the payment settlement layer that could happen in bitcoin and quite a lot of other things moving on to next news that is about coinbase coinbase had a hack couple of months ago and at least six thousand customer accounts were victim of hackers what happened was that coinbase did send out a breach notification letter to its customers now the good thing is funds are safer and coinbase have reimbursed some of them and have promised to deposit funds equal to the value of currency improperly removed from the account so they published a really nice letter to its customers but they are definitely going to refund some of them and some of them have already been refunded the funds details of the hack and procedure can be found out on coin desk they have written an article surprisingly i couldn't find any blogs or news on the coinbase website most likely they might have posted something on twitter but i haven't seen that moving on to news about nfts that is non-fungible tokens gary vaynerchuk who goes by the, his name as gary v has hand drawn v French doodle now these doodle been sold for 1.26 million dollars the auction took place at christie's at new york on october 1st his digital scans of free friends hand drawn doodles have generated in total of more than 90 million dollars in sales today now gary Vee he talks a lot about nfts lately he's been talking a lot about blockchain protocols as well it's a great thing that you know he's making a lot of money but again The whole cryptocurrency space is turning out to be where rich people are getting richer. Imagine him making $1.26 million of five doodles. One of them is of an elephant. Rich people are getting richer. What happens to average citizens? I mean, it's a great thing that, you know, NFT is still in the news, but I'm really hoping for, you know, average people to be benefited by cryptocurrencies. Looks like what is happening is that the rich people are getting richer moving on to news about uae dubai police Headquarters and bit oasis are working closely together to build awareness around risk prevalent in the cryptocurrency space they had an event on the 29th of september the event was called as keeping crypto safe so "Keeping crypto safe for the people took place on the 29th of september via zoom it was at 5 p.m gulf standard time and uh, this event was sponsored by Future Blockchain Summit in partnership with Cointelegraph and quite a lot of other companies as well. Tarek Mohammed, who is the head of the virtual asset crime section in Dubai Police headquarters, had a talk with Ola Doudin, who's the co-founder and CEO of Bit Oasis, one of the biggest cryptocurrency exchanges in the East region. Now Dubai police HQ and Bit Oasis are working closely together to build awareness around the risk prevalent in the cryptocurrency space. All members of the Virtual Asset crime section of Dubai Police are undergoing extensive training to understand how crypto and blockchain technology works. BitOasis has also put up a blog on the 23rd of September. So if you get time, go through BitOasis' website and read through that blog. The blog is called BitOasis Links with UAE. FIU GoAML platform that is to do with anti money laundering an entire youtube video can be found on youtube but you'll have to go to future blockchain summit so the channel's name is future blockchain summit and the video is titled dubai police and bit oasis coming together to keep crypto safe for the people so the video is over 50 minutes long so definitely worth listening to the entire thing you can probably listen to it at that 2x the speed or 3x the speed. Tariq Mohammed has said that the UAE is not only on its way to becoming a crypto hub within the region, but it is also taking a hands-on approach to ensuring the financial security of the country, investors and all stakeholders operating within the crypto space. He further went on to say that crypto investors should be wary of accepting payments in the RAM from any anonymous source in exchange for cryptocurrencies. With a significant chance that this payment may have come from the proceeds of crimes such as drug trafficking human trafficking or other illicit activities investors may unknowingly become complicit in the crime guys i have my ad put up in debizel and believe it or not every second or third day i get messages and i get messages where they're willing to offer me funds in return for bitcoin but rather than giving bitcoins they are focusing on sending me funds and they keep asking me for my bank account number. Needless to say that, you know, I do not give them my bank account details. One of them tried to ask what my name is and I actually told them, my name is Bond, James Bond. You have to be extremely cautious when dealing with scammers. During the interview that they had on YouTube, the host also said, the first message she gets in Telegram is high. The high is usually followed by scam request like you know trying to buy certain projects or trying to get the financial information Ola Doudin who is the co-founder and CEO of BitOasis has said there's a string of scams happening on P2P platforms and we are actively working with Dubai police to educate investors and traders on the risks and how they can steer clear of them regulators will come sooner or later the question is do you have a sustainable relationship with regulators and are you willing to work together with them before you can run? Ultimately, we are dealing with people's money. So it is usually important for us as a company to build trust into our platform and the wider ecosystem. So it's definitely great that, you know, a cryptocurrency exchange is working with regulators. In the past, what I have done is, you know, I've put out screens where you can identify scams versus legitimate products. The first is GitHub. Try to find out any particular project that you see. If the code is open source, you should hardly be able to see all the details of the project. You may want to look at repositories, pull requests, the people involved. Now, if all these things sounds technical, on YouTube, go to Ivan on Tech. Ivan on Tech has put up a great video explaining what to look for on GitHub. You may also want to check community, that is Twitter. Check for bots and spams. And tweets by key people. What's really important to know is that the tweets need to be more about the technology and not necessarily about the project. Also check if the project that you're listening to, is it backed by a foundation? Foundation in case of a blockchain protocol, for example. Block 1 for EOS, IOHK for Cardano, etc. If the project that you are is approved by a grant, so grants are approved, let's say Polygon, Matic. MakerDAO is uh, one of the biggest DeFi projects, which is approved by Ethereum Foundation. So we need to do quite a lot of research. The white paper ideally should explain all fundamentals. White paper should be completely free. No email is needed for white paper. There are some of them. What they do is they ask you to send in all your information. It's kind of like doing a KYC just to get a white paper. That should not be the case. You may also want to check if the white paper that they give is it a fork of another white paper it's perfectly fine to do a fork of another white paper as long as they acknowledge the original white paper tron has been criticized for just copy pasting white paper and not acknowledging that they have taken someone else's work again taking someone else's work on white paper is perfectly fine as long as you acknowledge them You may want to go out and listen to interviews by the team, probably in podcasts, in Clubhouse, in YouTube. The biggest thing, again, in UAE and most part of the world so far as cryptocurrency is concerned is Telegram. Try to do a lot of research. Check if the projects are legitimate versus spams or bots. The website needs to give you all information. Another thing which is quite relevant in the boxing world is a lot of celebrity endorsement. I talked about it floyd mayweather was endorsing ethereum max kim kardashian was endorsing ethereum max and quite a lot of boxers were endorsing ethereum max and the project is still not ready i'm not saying that that is a scam project it could be possible that you're trying to build the community project first and then going to go ahead and launch that project but in the cryptocurrency world that does not seem legitimate also if there are false claims that cannot be verified couple of weeks ago I talked about Plato Life. In the website they have said that and they've discussed the project with the Pope. Now there's no way we can go out and verify it. All is this is they have a picture with the Pope. It could be that, you know, they've just photoshopped it or they've just taken a picture. Also if there are false promises and they are guaranteeing investor returns. That is Andrea Santana Polis has put up, you know, pillars of blockchain. I would definitely recommend you to go out and listen to Andreas Polis. He talks about open-source, permissionless, censorship-resistant, neutral, borderless, and publicly verifiable. If blockchain projects or cryptocurrency is legitimate, it needs to be open-source. All the source code needs to be open. It should not be private, should not be patented. Anyone should be in a position to access it and fork it. It needs to be permissionless, which means no prior permission is needed. There should not be any kVRC. The transaction needs to be censorship-resistant. Transactions cannot be stopped, which means there should not be any central authority to go out and stop these transactions. The transactions should be neutral. That means the value of using it in India is the same as using it, let's say, in Afghanistan, China, US, or UAE. So the value of using is the same across all the nations. It needs to be botless, which means you should be in a position to do any transaction, any part of the world, no geographical restrictions. The biggest thing is the transaction needs to be publicly verifiable. A couple of projects that I published last week via my LinkedIn and the podcast, the transactions could not be verified, which means it was a centralized blockchain. In order to verify the transaction, you need to send an email. And yes, it is a blockchain, but it is a centralized blockchain. The problem with that is anyone can double spend. So those are the ways where you can identify between a scam and a legitimate project. In case if you guys do struggle, you can always drop me an email to info at dxb and I'll be more than happy to check that out for you. Now moving on to next news, that is AI everything. One of the biggest events on artificial intelligence takes place on the 17th till the 21st of October, Dubai World Trade Center. AI Everything is a government-led summit that showcases the UAE's expertise in artificial intelligence and shares the latest developments from experts around the world. It aims to promote initiators, collaborations, partnerships, and breakthroughs in the AI industry. So this is massive. It probably is the biggest event in AI probably all over the world. If you want to find out more, no, you can go to www.ai-everything.com that is www.ai-everything.com they also have six further events under the ai everything umbrella you have the jitex global you have ai everything you have jitex future stars you have future blockchain summit so one of the biggest blockchain summit probably in the entire world is also as part of AI Everything. There is a fintech search and marketing mania. So this event is massive and it takes place between the 17th till the 21st of October. AI Everything is where the global artificial intelligence ecosystem combines to create the world's most impactful, visionary and innovative brimming summit where trailblazers and innovators Go to Inspire and Be Inspired, a revolutionary event for revolutionary times. This year, the AI Everything takes place side-by-side with Jitex to highlight the biggest cross-sector tech moments. AI Everything Jitex brings you five packed days of networking, learning, business generation, inspiration. Where does blockchain fit into AI? Future Blockchain Summit has loads and loads of events about blockchain pretty much sure some of the events will be talking about ai i personally think that when you talk about artificial intelligence the data of artificial intelligence can be stored in distributed manner things like the ai data for health records or machine learning or computer or hardware software it'll be really interesting for the health records to utilize zero knowledge proof after using zero knowledge proof if we can store it in a distributed manner in a blockchain platform like ethereum that's what the use cases oh or the way how lightning network and liquid network are working you might be in a position to put all this data into bitcoin as well smart contracts can they be monitored using artificial intelligence that is auto error detection try to find out possible vulnerable attacks now there's also talks about artificial intelligence and nfts in the metaverse something similar to what ready player one the movie is so in case if you guys haven't watched ready player one i would recommend you guys to go and watch ready player one so you get an idea so essentially these nfts can utilize artificial intelligence if they might be able to make a decision making maybe even talk and that can be used in a metaverse can artificial intelligence be used to identify cryptocurrency fraud or detection and the dubai government does have a lot of high-tech data that they'll be able to find out the user habits general trends the fear index and pretty much quite a lot more my question to you guys is is bitcoin also a form of artificial intelligence for money and finance so that's all for today, guys, from Crypto and Coffee at 8 from Blockchain DXP. In case you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info at You can also check my website, that is www.blockchintxp.com. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast, click on the like and follow and share the word across. Now for the next 30 minutes, it's going to be an Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, and Cryptocurrencies. Thanks so much for listening. Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain TXP. you're listening to Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, and Cryptocurrencies. Remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8am to 8.30am, we have Crypto and Coffee at Date where we talk about drop price-related information about Bitcoin, Blockchain, Beyond Blockchain, and Cryptocurrencies. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series, where your listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. I have a first question by Piyush via Facebook who has asked, How can you identify what is fraud in cryptocurrency? that's exactly what i talked about earlier so earlier today i talked about you know dubai police and bit oasis are working together to build awareness around risk relevant in the cryptocurrency space that's exactly what today's session was all about but let me try to you know recoup all the things that i mentioned earlier first and foremost please try to understand the technology so try to understand what bitcoin is the technology and how it the technology and what bitcoin works and let's say ethereum try to understand the technology now that is time consuming but that is the only way forward you may want to look for things such as you know if anyone is promising a fixed return and promising return and focusing more on the price one thing which i particularly do not like is when cryptocurrency youtube influencers talk a lot about price they try to give you fancy uh, charts and analysis That, for me, is a big indication, especially in Telegram. And that is something with the the head of Virtual Assets Crime, that is, Tariq Muhammad, talked as well. In Telegram, there are a lot of spams and bots and scammers trying to give you a lot of returns. Try to look out for those things. basic thing is people need to talk more about the technology. Something which I did mention earlier was about the pillars of open blockchain, and that is popularized by... Andreas Antonopoulos. The best thing is go to YouTube and look up Andreas Antonopoulos and he has a video called as Pillars of Open Blockchain. That should give you a very good idea of what, how Bitcoin works and how open blockchain protocols work. So he talks about things like open source, permissionless, neutral, censorship resistant, borderless and publicly verifiable. All of these projects have to have all of these elements it cannot be possible that you know they just have few elements always verify the details and do not trust so when you talk about bitcoin and open blockchain it is a trustless system which means you do not have to trust any particular person try to look at scams they promise they are promising you really high returns or trying to get funds out of you that is definitely a big no and now another thing piush and this is not necessarily linked to cryptocurrencies but news in general try to look at the first source of information and talking about cryptocurrencies even mainstream medias in cryptocurrencies they tend to jump to the news so so many articles in the cryptocurrency by mainstream media that provide incorrect information we need to do our own due diligence and try to find out information from the first source. For instance, let's say CZ, who's the CEO of Binance, had said something. We don't have to take the word for it. We don't have to take the information where we get it from. So let's say if CZ of um, Binance has said something on CNN or Coindesk or CoinGecko, you don't necessarily have to believe that. Rather, you have to look at the first source of information. So try to go to CZ's Twitter account and check, and verify if he's actually gone it and sent that. Look at YouTube, if Cz has actually gone it and sent that. Another thing is do not look at only the clip, but the entire context in which particular person, for in this case Cz has said that. So look at the first source of information. I strongly believe that in today's day and age, that having a lot of information is not important, but Getting the information from the first source is really, really critical. And going back to your question, Piyush, how can you identify what is a fraud? I would definitely recommend you to go out and listen to this particular episode so you get a much better understanding. Because if I were to repeat that, essentially I'd be doing the same podcast all over once again. And in case if you have any questions, as I mentioned earlier as well, you can always drop me an email to info at blockchain dxb.com, and be more than happy to go and answer any of your questions via email as well i have another question by Mahir, who has asked do you think government can make bitcoin illegal now Mahir, i have a little bit of problem with the question the reason being do you think government can make bitcoin illegal and the answer is yes government can make pretty much anything illegal that it wants Depending on the country where you are living, the government can go and make Bitcoin illegal, but that does not mean that Bitcoin is illegal. Countries like India, China, Uzbekistan, which are kind of like a bit of a corrupt nation in terms of or rather have an autocratic style of working. In those countries they do not want Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies and they could strictly God and say that, you know what, Bitcoin is illegal and we don't want our citizens to start God and using that. That is something that the government can do. But does that mean that Bitcoin is illegal? And the answer to that depends on which jurisdiction you are at. Now, Mark, I do have a session on the 7th of October, that is this Thursday, called as Pestle our Analysis, that is P for Politics, E for Economics, S for Social. T for technological, L for legal, E for environmental, and R for religious. And I'll be covering all of these topics in that session. The session is completely free, of course. So, you know, I would definitely recommend you, Maher, to go and attend that. So you get a much better understanding of, can government make Bitcoin illegal? I always have this notion that what if Joe Biden wakes up one day and says, you know what, Bitcoin is illegal, and he just puts up a tweet stating Bitcoin is illegal, could have a dire impact on the Bitcoin and cryptocurrency space. Dubai, on the other hand, is very pro-crypto and Bitcoin. Dubai also has the Dubai Blockchain strategy. Yeah, they want to be one of the world's leaders so far as, you know, blockchain technology is concerned. Something which I mentioned earlier, Payush asked as well that Dubai Police and Bit Oasis are working closely together to build awareness around the risks prevalent in the crypto space. So the whole idea is they want to protect investors and people. So the government rules and regulations are definitely a good thing. At the end of the day, they want to protect investors and people. But at the same time, going back to your questions, do you think government can make Bitcoin illegal? Government can make anything illegal if they want to. I have another question by sandy who has asked do you think ethereum becomes ultrasound money now uh, sandy if you actually go and research a bit more about ultrasound money that initially started off as a meme now there are a couple of podcasts which goes back to the origination of ultrasound money and what happened was that one of the ethereum developers actually had a t-shirt with a bat on And next to the bat, there was an image of a sound. And that's where the whole ultrasound money meme actually kicked in. Now, going back to your question, will Ethereum become ultrasound money? I don't necessarily think so. In terms of the price, Ethereum will definitely be the number one cryptocurrency. In terms of the coin market cap, in terms of price, I don't think so. Ethereum will ever overtake Bitcoin. Bitcoin is going to be the king. The reason why I say that Ethereum will overtake Bitcoin in terms of coin market gap, that is because of the London hard fork that happened on the 5th of August. The London hard fork, essentially there were five upgrades. One of them was EIP-1559 or Ethereum Improvement Proposal 1559. What that does is it cleverly manages the supply of Ethereum as we know that Bitcoin the supply is fixed and ethereum the supply is unlimited but with ethereum 1559 the supply of ethereum is very cleverly managed so can ethereum become ultrasound money in the near future definitely yes but you need to give it at least maybe two or three years down the line the reason being there are other blockchain protocols such as cardano eos tron and quite a lot of the upcoming projects such as algorand avalanche and these are much better projects than ethereum so we'll have to wait and see give it at least two or maybe three years to see if ethereum will be ultrasound money something which i keep saying why am i linkedin quite often is bitcoin may be a store of value ethereum may be a store of value and medium of exchange and stable coins that includes central bank digital currencies and Facebook DM may be used as a medium of exchange. Going back to your question, Sandy, Sandy also has a further question as to how many ETH has been burned so far. So let me quickly have a look at that, uh, Sandy, right now. Now, I just looked at the data right now, and as of now, 432,305 ETH has been burned, and that is what the Ethereum improvement proposal made that burning possible, which is approximately 1.4 billion dollars worth of heat has been taken out from the cryptocurrency market. Going back to your question, will Ethereum become ultrasound money? Again, the answer is we'll have to wait and see at least for maybe two to three years. In terms of overtaking Bitcoin in market cap, I definitely see that happening 12 months to 18 months from now, in terms of price, I don't see the price of Ethereum ever overtaking Bitcoin. So remember, Monday to Thursdays, 8 a.m. to 8.30 a.m., we have crypto and coffee at 8, where we cover five news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by two news and information related to Dubai, UAE, and Middle East and the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, and cryptocurrencies. This is followed by Ask Me Anything series that you're listening to right now where you listeners can ask any questions about Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain and cryptocurrencies 8.30am to 9am Gulf Standard Time. Thanks so much for listening guys and in case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions you're more than welcome to drop me an email to info at You can also check my website that is com. If you like listening to this, please follow this podcast, click on the follow, give it a five-star rating, and share the word across. Thanks so much, guys, and have a great day. Bye-bye.